Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. everybody and welcome along this is John Hindorf and I am delighted to say that our first uh, racing action of the weekend live in sound and vision is about to come up um, A because I like racing and B because it's Ida Mitsu Master MX5 and you know what that means side by side bumper to bumper wheel to wheel and we've got it all here live and exclusive free on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV The Ide Mitsu Master MX5 Cup presented by BF Goodrich on IMSA Radio. What a season it has been. Hello, everybody, and welcome along to the beautiful Virginia International Raceway. It's John Hindorf and Shea Adam as we're getting ready for another close quarters battle that's the only way we can describe Edemitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup racing this is a circuit that was saved not so long ago amazing to think that we almost lost this from competitive racing we're just outside Danville in Virginia and VIR is a beautiful three and just over a quarter miles, 17 corners with action areas and overtaking spots down at turn one. The horseshoe up at turn 12, 11 and 12, the old oak tree turn. And then uh, potentially as well coming into the top of the hill at the roller coaster. But you've got to be careful at turn 17 if you run slightly wide there. You're on the grass, although it's pretty dry here. Uh, normally, if it's wet there, you go so far off, you have to show a pass to get back in. Alongside me in the uh, IMSA Global Broadcast Centre is Shea Adam, and we are ready for a battle that is leading the championship honours. We'll talk about some of the returning drivers in a moment share but this with the long straights is going to be another absolute cracker hello hello it is going to be magnificent to see all of these cup cars which we have 25 of them take to the track for today's race it's the first of two across this weekend 45 minute contest and starting out today's race on pole position Aaron Johnson, he's been the championship leader for most of this year, but he lost that after our last round at Road America. Johnson, though, claiming back 10 points means that we now have a 20-point gap to our championship leader. That would be Jared Thomas. Uh, let's give you the Mazda grid uh, as we get ready for uh, what will be a timed race. Uh, at 25 cars uh, heading towards a green flag. 45 minutes on the clock. They are behind the Mazda safety car. Here's how they'll line up. 
Farhan Siddiqui uh, at the back of the grid in position 25. Uh, and on the 12th row of the grid, on the inside, uh, Bailey Cruz for Hickson Motorsport and Hernan Palermo, Alama Farmer. Uh, ahead of them, it's Julian De Costa and John Hansen for Hickson Motorsports and Carter Racing Enterprises. Heather Hadley and Ethan Tyler are in positions 19 and 20. Woody Hyman and Cody Powell for JTR Motorsports Engineering and all uh, JTR at ninth row of the grid. The eighth row is Jonathan Neudorf, one of our rookies, and Alex Pachura for Hickson Motorsport and Spark Performance. Anthony McIntosh and Peter Atwater are on row seven. Row six, Celine Roland, Hickson Motorsports, and John Chaudoin. Expect to see both of those drivers go forward from there. Jeremy Fletcher is in position number nine on the inside of row five. Michael Carter, former champion, is back for what they're calling the Sato Motorsport Group. He's in his championship winning car as well. One row ahead on row four. Max Zapalski for Copeland Motorsports has Robert Noeke for company. Uh, on row number three, Thomas Anunciata for Hickson Motorsports. The best of our rookies, Jared Thomas for JTR Motorsports. Engineering championship leader coming in here this weekend. Row two, Nate Cicero is the best of the rookies, excuse me. Uh, Nate and Thomas having a cracking battle in the Rookie Cup this year. Gresham Wagner is his company on that second row. McCombie, McAleer Racing and Sport Performance. And on the front row, Connor Zilic in position number two for Hickson Motorsports. And a JTR Motorsport engineering car is on pole position. Aaron Johnson, but not in his usual car. He's in a backup machine. Quite extraordinary. That's how they'll line up as we come to the green flag. So we expect the... Safety car, the pace car as it is, to pull off. Two beautiful lines of Mazda MX-5 Cup cars. And race one of the Edimitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup for 2023 here at VIR is underway. Good jump from driver's right for Aaron Johnson. In an unusual coloured car, that green and black machine as he goes into the first corner. Connor Zilic on the outside. Then Nate Cicero trying to follow through as they go through the first couple of corners. Brilliant start, beautiful day here with the track temperature 99 Fahrenheit, that's 37 Celsius. 33 Celsius in the air is 91. We could not have better. Uh, better conditions to go racing. A little bit of a stutter further back down the field. And that has dropped. I think that was the number 44 car of uh, Billy Cruz dropping a position or two. Having made up a couple, I think, from the start. Usual hectic manoeuvres from the start. Thomas Anunciata in the dark fronted car with the red rear hindquarters. The red hindquarters just trying to move through there. But getting moved onto the grass, bit of dust thrown up as they go over the top of the rise for the first time and into Oak Tree Corner. Great start from the front row though as they come through. And it will be Connor Zilic who has eased ahead of the rest of the field. The green front at number 24 of Aaron Johnson is a car that's going to confuse us for the whole of this race. Shea Adam. 
<laughs> it will, but it was a beautiful start from Connor Zilich, who spent a few races away from the series, now made the pass going into turn three and made it stick very clearly by the time he comes through four. So a great maneuver. But now we do have Aaron Johnson drafted right up to the back and Nate Cicero and Gresham Wagner working together as Max Sapowski went for a wild ride going through the S. managed to keep it on track and maintain fifth position. Very impressive start from Sapowski. Big sideways moment, and it's, oh, that was a fantastic save. Coming down the hill from the hog pen, I felt sure we were going to see a really big accident there. But that was brilliant driving. Managed to hold on to that sideways slide too wide, too deep across the line at the end of the opening lap, down into the hog pen for the first time. Connor Zilic is in scored as the leader. One. Nate Cicero has moved up into second, but that quickly he's already lost it back to Aaron John Somme. Cicero is racing today, John. He's ready to maintain podium position and perhaps even get a first win from a coming back clear racing this year. Across the line it was Zilic, Johnson, Nate Cicero, the best of the rookies. And the top four breaking away. However, don't let that fool you because as soon as that leading four start battling, expect to see Gresham Wagner, Max Opalski in fourth and fifth close that gap. Through the climbing S's for the second lap. Aaron Johnson going through in second place into the oak tree. Wow, these guys are pushing really hard early on onto the back straight Madison Avenue as it is known the school pits on the right hand side the number 72 Connor Zilich just, just flicked his windscreen wipers there maybe got a bit of dust on them maybe just got a bit sideways wiping the windshield at the moment there's no hint of any rain coming down and a little bit of bump drafting as Johnson in that bright green fronted car tries to find a way through onto the top of the hill then the 83 and third, Nate Cicero for McCombie McAleer racing behind that. Gresham Wagner for Spark Performance. Max Opalski and Robert Nowicki are the next two back. The two and 13 cars, but they're... Well, no, actually, we've now got three or four cars starting to link together. So watch this top four as they come across the line here. The next group of cars headed by Ooh. Max Opalski are closing in. They are, and Cicero's got a bit of damage to the left rear of his car, his bumper flapping in the wind just ever so slightly. That will make a difference because the aerodynamics of these cars are so fine that on the long straights, that's going to slow him down just a tiny little bit. Movers so far of the race, that bright watermelon-colored car, the bright pink and green, that would be Salim Rolland. Still is in this championship hut, sitting third in points. He started outside the top ten. He's already moved up to ninth, and he's got eighth, seventh, and sixth in his sights. 207.842, the fastest lap of the race for Jeremy Fletcher, Copeland Motorsports rookie in that number 22 car. Following Celine Roland and Thomas Anunziata, the two Hickson Motorsport cars ahead of him. Here's that battle for the lead. They have slowed each other down. And here comes the number two of Max Opalski with the bright green on the hood, on the bonnet of the car and over the top of the windscreen. Almost within striking distance. And he's pulling Robert Neuiger. The number 13 car along with him. Up towards the oak tree. 
once again. And where is our championship leader, I hear you ask? Answer in second place. Sixth right place. now, uh, excuse Thomas. me, in sixth place, Jared Thomas, excuse me, yes. That was me looking at the wrong part of the screen. It is so tight, 30 points at the top between teammates Aaron Johnson and Jared Thomas, his team leader in effect. Although there is no hierarchy at JTR Motorsports Engineering talking to Jared Thomas on Midweek Motorsport on Wednesday. And he was saying it's an open book. No one is hiding their homework. Everybody gets to see everybody else's data. And what he said, and I, do you know, I believe him, Shea. He said to us on Wednesday, didn't he, on Midweek Motorsport, Jared Thomas said, I just want a JTR car and driver to win the championship. I fully believe that too. And the way that that whole organization works with one another under the leadership of Dave Thomas, father of Jared, you get a feeling for it. They go racing, they go hard, but they also play hard and enjoy just being at the track week in and week out. They get ice cream still. That is part of their ritual and celebration for doing well every single weekend. So winning a race makes a difference. Now, you mentioned that the championship gap, 30 points. It was until qualifying when Aaron Johnson got the 10 bonus points for getting the pole position. There's still 20 more bonus points to get in this race. 10 for leading the most laps. Right now, that goes the way of Connor Zilich, who has fallen out of the top 17 in the championship standings. And 10 points for the fastest lap as well. So there could be a big swing after today's oh. race. Uh, it's all about collecting the points that are on offer when they are on offer at this stage of the season. Jared Thomas is used to points racing. That's how he won the championship last year. Remember, it was a scant 10-point difference between the top two last year in the favour of Jared Thomas. And we didn't find that out until after the chequered flag at Motul Patila Mon yeah. at Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta, because it was a penalty not for one of the two championship protagonists, but one of the other drivers that took him out of the reckoning and moved Jared Thomas up one place, and that was the place that took him to the championship. Johnson just having a little look with that bright green-fronted car for the lead, and the top 10 pretty much together now. 96 coming through, down the field, easy one to spot always. Jared Thomas with that yellow roll over hoop. Just got on the inside there. Now he's right up behind the number 13 of Robert Newick. Yeah, that's the battle for sixth and seventh. Right now, sixth and seventh is not important. Right now, being in the lead group as Gresham Wagner pulls out, he almost runs oh, right into oh. the back there of Aaron Johnson and goes through very early on in the piece. Johnson just got a little bit sideways. He could lose two or three or four places here. Through goes Newick into fourth position as they go around. The first corner, still the leader, is Connor Zilic. But it's Wagner that's come through into second place. What a great run that was. Then Max Zapalski, who's dragged into that first group. Then Noeger. Then Aaron Johnson. He's dropped way back. I wonder if Johnson's got an issue, though, John, because he keeps falling back further and further. He's now behind Celine Rolland as well. I thought maybe he would team up with his uh, sister car and Jared Thomas, but no, he's even lost touch with them. 
This is huge for his championship aspirations. We're talking about the very bright green fronted car, not now in the, in the leading group. It is an absolute nightmare. If you try to defend or drive conservatively, you could easily lose two or three places. And Johnson, who crossed the line in fourth position at the end of the last lap, is not in the top six at the moment. Down in seventh position as they go out of Orktree. Still 35 minutes to go, by the way. And there's a little gap between Johnson and Nate Cicero. So the top six are beginning to break away. We now have a very dangerous situation for our championship because the two guys out front want to do nothing except win this race. They don't care if they're taking points off of other people because Gresham Wagner knows the only way to try and get back to a championship winning form is to win this race. And so he is doing nothing but that. As he goes to the lead in the number five machine, that drops Zilich back to second. Now Zilich has his hands full with Max Apalski. Apalski was in second for a moment there, but Zilich managed just to get his elbows out at the top of the hill at the roller coaster at turn 14. Now they're on the main straight. Don't forget additional points for fastest lap, for pole position, for leading the most laps in each 45 minute race and also real cash money at the end of each of the 45 minutes this season as well. That's a new feature for Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup through the horseshoe once again as we're on lap five. Wagner, Zilic, Apalski, Robert Noeger doing nicely. Then Jared Thomas up to fifth. Nate Cicero is the best of the rookies in sixth. Jeremy Fletcher for Copeland Motorsport has worked his way up quietly but fairly uh, positively share into seventh place and is the second best of the rookies right now. Yeah, he's looked really stable all weekend. Has Fletch good car beneath him. As you mentioned, Robert Noaker back to one car for that team this weekend. And Robert showing it doesn't matter if he has teammates or not. He's still going to be racing at the pointy end field. That's what we expect from the driver of the number 13. Up towards the southern end of the circuit again as they breast the hill. And then crest the hill and then head down. There's a little dip at turn 10 at South Bend and then you've got to gather it all back up for Oak Tree. the leader goes a little bit wide but manages to time it off the corner and Gresham Wagner takes to the dirt <laughs> on the exit of Oak Tree, throwing up the duster now the pass for the lead happened just about a lap ago at the end of the long Madison Avenue straight Gresham Wagner in the draft of Connor Zilich goes to the left hand side and manages to get alongside. Now, if this is the last lap of the race, I think maybe Connor Zillage just leaves it on the outside, the right-hand side there, to take the inside Ooh. for the next corner, if it's the last lap of the race. Because he's going he's gonna to give it a go at that point. He's gone back through into the lead, actually, while we were on the... the uh, just describing the pass for the lead. So it's all changed in the blink of an eye. Welcome to Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup Racing. It's now <laughs> Zilic, Apalski and Gresham Wagner, the top three as they come across the line. Rubbing is racing with these three competitors as well, all three with a bit of green streaking across their cars. And they have been joined by four others, including Celine Roland, Jeremy Fletcher, Nate Cicero, and man, we were talking about championship leader, Jared Thomas. So this is all to play for now as on the front straight, just coming up as Carter Racing Enterprises, number 03, that would John, uh, 
uh, is it John? Yes, it is. So still 31 minutes to go. I'm just trying to get myself, a, just trying to get my uh, heart rate back down to normal. So a pass at the end of the long back straight for the lead the previous lap. And then a little bit of help uh, for Konozilic from Max Opalski. That was a little push just to help them through. And they both went through uh, on Gresham Wagner. Now, that, in some ways right now, Shea, that doesn't matter because this race is nowhere near being decided. However... Gresham Wagner will stall that one away. I'm not sure he wants to be leading going into the last lap, but if he is, he's <laughs> going to want to make sure he's got some help from behind or he can throw a block to stop that happening again. Exactly. And he's here it is again. Valuable lesson as uh, Max Sapalski now wants to have a shot at the lead and Gresham Wagner looking down the inside of Zilic as well as they stay side by side. Oh my goodness, through the top of the roller coaster, that was a bit uh, eventful. Gresham backing out of it, realizing you don't win the race with uh, 30 minutes to go. But that was a moment Jeremy Fletcher now off the track as well. Ah, what a that shame. Was a moment, Damage to the right foot. Realizing. Damage to the right foot. Oh, it is. Steering is broken on that car. Uh, it was very similar to what we see at Daytona, which is two Mazda cars are, together are faster than one. Jeremy Fletcher, who'd worked his way well up into the top 10 and was battling for the lead in the rookie category will i think be able to get that car into the pit lane as he tumbles down the timing and scoring tower that leaves nit cicero nicely placed in sixth position as best rookie but thomas Anunziata is only another couple of places further but what a maneuver that is down into nascar <laughs> ben turn three the number 72 connor zillich leaves his braking so late hang on hold my energy drink says max apolsky you can break late <laughs> i can break late and through on the inside gresham wagner says guys if you're going to fight like that i'm just going to slide through and go back into second place. Wow, it, it looks as if Connor Zilich hasn't spent a minute away from this series or this car. He just slots straight back into things. And Gresham Wagner, veteran, former series champion, he knows what to do. Sitting patiently, as you said, as the full course yellow is now out to go retrieve the ah. car of Jeremy Fletcher. So that will calm things down for the next couple of seconds as all of a sudden Gresham Wagner using hand signals out the window. That's a rare one, John. That's normally something done over the roll hoop. Yeah, that's clearly Jeremy has not been able. I was my boyish enthusiasm got the better of me, saying that he would get that car back right front uh, suspension and steering arm damage. The hope was that it would get back to the pit lane. Oh, Celine Roland! It's Celine Roland who's got a problem. No. He's gone off at the top of the hill, and he's buried into Jeremy Fletcher did get back to the pits but in fact that's the bottom of the pig pen and uh, he the hog pen he hasn't made it that far so he's had an issue further back up maybe at the exit of 15 or into turn 16 at the hog pen and that is why we are under full course yellow at the moment Celine Roland yes. who had I mean, that's huge for Celine. He's had a decent run of late 
and been trying to challenge at the sharp end of the field here. That is a nightmare for his championship. It is, but I was going to say, John, the difference is that Celine Roland has 180 points over Gresham Wagner. That will swing. He won't fall further down, though, because Robert Noaker was a further, what would that be, 50 points back. So there aren't enough points, I don't think, on offer today for Celine Roland to fall further back than fifth in the championship, but that still is a devastating blow to what is his last venture in this championship full season. Celine, who has a job, congratulations, Celine, as a professional pilot, he'll be doing that from uh, 2024 on, has made no secret about the fact that this is his final campaign in the championship. It did still look doable coming into today's race. I'm really afraid of what this is going to do going forward, though. Uh, the good news is our EMR safety team were uh, on the scene very, very quickly indeed. And with our IMSA Chevy safety trucks, they managed to tour Celine Roland out. Oh, and the car moves. Now, well, that isn't as big a bump as I thought. There's a little bit of damage to the left front fender, the wheel arch there. However, he's got going. Now... I don't even think he's... Has he lost a lap there? I don't think he has. Yes, he did. Has, the field uh, came no, through. No, he did. Yeah, he he's gone straight into in. the pit lane. Yeah, sorry, yeah. shit. He, he has come into the pit lane. There's damage underneath at the front. So, Celine Roland has uh, dropped a full lap. He'll come into the pit lane. The start-finish line is at the end of the pit exit here. So, it looks like he's only completed six laps at the moment. He will complete seven as he goes through next time, the safety car is heading up towards Oak Tree at the moment. They're having a look underneath that Hickson Motorsport 87 multicoloured car. And that could be game over for Celine Roland. I mean, he could go back out and maybe some people would have some other problems uh, to uh, give him a couple of extra positions. But that's going to be a big point swing for him, Shea, as they go into... We've got another race tomorrow, of course, but Celine will not be happy there. What we don't know is whether he jumped or whether he was pushed. He's come straight out of the pit, so he'll get back round onto the rear of the field. He is a full lap down. Now, as far as our other championship contenders are concerned... Jared Thomas, championship leader, still sits in sixth position. The green-fronted car, which was doing so well earlier on, Aaron Johnson has continued to fall down through the field and now share in 20th position, just ahead of Ethan Tyler. Well, that means that this caution will be a good thing for Johnson. Maybe he needed to get back into a rhythm, get back to the rest of the pack to be able to pass people once again or there is something wrong with his car and he will continue to fall further down. Uh, John Somme, who'd been having an amazing season until the last round of the championship when we yeah. were at Road America, where he had a mechanical issue and then a DNF, a 15th and a DNF in those two races. He hadn't finished outside of the top 10 previous to that. So it's been a, a phenomenal season for him and the fact that he's gotten two wins, but that last weekend, that really hurt. And the problem is, Shea, that the Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 Cup is so competitive. You might, in a whole season of 16 races, eight rounds, you might be able to have one not-so-good race. 
but to have two races over a weekend and now a third issue that that is going to really hurt his championship hopes now remember the championship pays at the end of the season down to 10th and each race pays uh, every weekend each of the two races pays down to 10th and this is as she always likes to say real cash money uh, it's not a contingency it's not vouchers uh, it's not credits for next year. If you win the championship, you get $250,000. Now, if you want to take that and put a deposit on a house or indeed go and buy yourself a very nice motor car or go on a world cruise, you can go and do that. Um, most of the championship winners don't do that. They come back, as Jared Thomas has done. But we have never had a defending champion come back. We've never had a two-time champion even. So no one has won the championship twice and no one has descended a defended a champion. Gresham Wagner in and out again with quick work uh, on the right-hand side. So there is another one of the lead runners here, Adam, in and out the pit lane. That was right-hand side. Spark performance have got him going again. But my goodness me, what's going on at the front of the field? It's, it's chaos out there right now. And uh, Gresham Wagner, fourth championship. He had former series champion uh, Nathan Sparks actually working, Nathaniel Sparks working on the car. That is a very strange moment for Gresham, who again is here to win races because at this point, if he wants to try and be the first repeat champion, that's all he can do to get back to the front. Now, you mentioned you can't afford multiple bad races. Jared Thomas, who currently leads the championship, he is sitting in a good position right now in fifth. He had a terrible weekend when we raced at St. Petersburg earlier in the year. That was his low point of the season. Everybody else has had at least one bad weekend as well. So this does even things out, but we can't afford more bad weekends no. for the people at the pointy end of the field. 23 minutes gone, 22 minutes to go. So pretty much halfway through this first of two rounds this weekend of the Edema 2 Mazda MX-5 Cup for 2023, presented by BF Goodridge Tyres. Shea Adam and John Hindhoff. Now, watch Gresham Wagner in that number five car. Right at the back of the field. Um, he's not actually the last car on the line, because Celine Rolani is, but he's, he's now a couple of laps down. In fact, no, that car is now showing as stop. There is a witness mark. There is a little mark on the right-hand side of Gresham Wagner's car, just behind the front wheel and onto his door roundel. So I wonder if he's had damage to the right front wheel there, and that's why they had to change a tyre. 20 Celine and a half minutes to go. Sorry, Shea, go ahead. Celine Roland was just being pushed away by people in the Patriot course on the inside of the circuit, so his day is now done, John. He's effectively behind the wall. 20 minutes to go, and we are back to green flag racing, down towards the first corner, the horseshoe. Connor Zilic for Hickson Motorsport leads them through. We have restarted, relit the fires of excitement in Edemitsu Mazda MX-5. Jared Thomas, fifth position in the dark, soul red crystal car with the yellow rollover hoops. That cage FIA standard, safety standard. Jared, the JT of JTR. Safety absolutely paramount. These may look like standard 
MX5 road cars. And indeed, that is how they start their life. They come in from Yokohama on a boat. They take it to the Fliss Brothers at Daytona. Fliss Performance. The car is stripped down to a shell. The engine is put to one side. Over 250 dedicated race parts are fitted, including that roll cage, fire suppression system, SADEV sequential gearbox, a different differential, racing seats, race racing wheels. And then the standard engine goes back in, absolutely stock. It's even sealed by Mazda to make sure that there can be no fooling around with it, shall we say. So that is producing the same sort of horsepower from that 2 litre, 180 horsepower thereabouts that you would get from a standard MX-5 from your Mazda dealer. Other than that, these are purpose-built race cars, really. A lot of work goes into these cars, but it's very cost-effective racing indeed, particularly when you consider that you could take away $250,000 for winning the championship, $6,000 for each race win, and points paid down to... 10th place at the end of the season and 10th place in each of the race also at the end of the season here there's uh, contingencies too for best rookie that's uh, another big cash prize down towards the first corner and they spread out down the inside that's a lovely move by Max Apalski waited very very late to go to the right hand side very patiently done there by Apalski but Zilic holds on to the inside lane for the left-handers at turns two and three and following through, Robert Nowick is having a great run. Nowick with that white, black and purple accents on the number 13 car for Robert Nowick racing. Behind him, the rest of the top six buzzing around. Got to say, Shea Konozilic looks very hungry for this one and doesn't want to give up that lead at all. He's looking for the extra bonus points for leading the most laps. He does look good in this point in the race, but the car I'm watching is Robert Noaker because he's been a little while since his last race win, and he looks ready to get it here today. Nate Cicero working his way back up in the third, and Max Sapalski, very racy at the front of the field, got his first podium the last race out. He also got the pole and the fastest lap, so something has clicked for Max Sapalski, and he's realized what it's like to be at the front and how to stay there. Once again, a little bit of bump drafting. Noeka right in the wheel tracks, right up the tailpipes of the leader. Does he jink to the left or the right, or does he just sit there at the moment? You could get an envelope between those two masters at the moment. In fact, Noeka's car showing just a tiny bit of damage on the left-hand side behind the, or beside the headlamp. But that is okay. What race control don't like is bumping through the corners, whether it's on a road course or indeed on the ovals. What a cracking race we had to kick the 2023 season off again at Daytona International Speedway. These cars almost made for that. Open top cars, but with that roll cage, they make a big hole in the air, so the draft is strong. Slipstreaming, super important here. Down towards the first corner, Noeker thinks about it, but stays for the moment behind Zilic. Apalski stays behind Noeker. And in fourth position, Nate Cicero, the best of the rookies, stays behind Apalski. Jared Thomas in fifth position. Then Anunziata, second of the rookies in the number 10 car. That is the another mostly red car. 
the white car behind him is Michael Carter. Used to be white and red, that car. That is another former champion, Michael Carter, running for Saito Motorsport Group. But that shit, I'm led to believe, is the car with which he won the championship a couple of seasons ago. Yep, that's the intel that I was given. Michael Carter reunited with a very good friend as far as the car is concerned. We welcome him back. We've missed him in this championship a lot. So it's great to have him back as well as 10 former series champions running across this weekend. So the Mazda effect is felt in every IMSA paddock. You've got greatness everywhere. Just got to look forward a little bit as Connor Zilich continuing to lead this race has cemented the fact that he will get the 10 bonus points for leading the most laps. Now the question is who's going to get the 10 bonus points for the fastest lap at the moment jeremy fletcher has the best time a 207.842 he set that a relatively early one on he's been in and out of the pits uh, with that damage to the front of his car amazingly whatever was wrong with that car the couple of motorsport mechanics have managed to get that car back out again so he's in the hunt for some uh, rookie points uh, sitting at the moment down in 19th position and seventh of the rookies here comes the train down the hill again and onto the front straight love this circuit it's got a bit of everything coming down to the last 14 minutes now uh, still a, a third yes yeah, you're right once again a bit of bump drafting on the front straight surely this time Robert Neuecker will look to the inside yes he does but can't make that one work. I'm really impressed here with, with Connor Zilic here because normally you'd see those kind of runs and passes result in changes of positions. But Zilic is steadfastly sticking to his task here. He's capturing the points for most laps led. But really, Noeke and Apalski and even Nate Cicero and Jared Thomas, they haven't really yet put what I would call a determined move on our leader. No, and I wonder if it's holding the cards close to the chest. You don't want to give me opportunity to know no. what you might do because you've tried it once before. I mean, Robert Noaker, a very savvy driver, he's aware of the fact that Connor Zilich can win races does very well at VIR. Last year, Zilich in the two races, he was second in the first one. He won the first one while leading the most laps. So I feel like we're kind of getting a repeat of what we had in race two last year. Recently, we had some of these cars at Martinsville on the oval, testing for a potential oval debut for Idemitsu Mazda MX-5 next year. A couple of drivers who have done oval racing uh, and Mazda racing in the past were there. We ran singly, we ran twos and threes. And uh, a couple, couple of TV personalities uh, had a go as well, including uh, <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Jr., um, he has a bit of experience around ovals, shifting the gears very smoothly with the sequential box. You don't use the clutch. It's a flat shift up and an auto blip on the way down. And uh, I've seen some of the footage from that. Didn't get. I don't think we got more than three cars out on circuit. John Doonan, president of IMSA, was out there as well. But it was a test. It was a tryout. These cars are... In terms of safety, they are rated for running on ovals with those FIA safety cages. 
and there's a possibility we'll see that next year and I hope with all of my heart that she and I get the call uh, any races that happen on an oval because with the liveries that we've got here and a short oval like Martinsville or somewhere similar it would be like pouring a packet of M&Ms into a soup bowl and swirling them around uh, problems at the end of the lap the 0-3 the blue car is John Hansen and also involved there Fahin Siddiqui for Hicks and Motorsports looks like John's already headed to the pit lane for Carter Racing Enterprises well, number 95 has continued that was right at the bottom of the hog pen at turn 17 that has not bothered the top five who are just slightly here pulling away from Thomas Annunziata in sixth position. Thomas Annunziata had his hands full of Michael Carter, the returning series champion, uh, quickly getting back up to speed of things with a familiar friend. But Annunziata was going side by side with Carter as they were coming through turns three and four. So that was a bit of doing as wow, wild ride for John Hansen as he went off at Hogpen. And how far out did he get? Did he kiss the barrier? Yes, he did. Oh, did he ever? I think that might have been. Uh, was that the lap before Farhan Siddiqui going off as well? Now, was that at the same time? Was that Farhan going off because he saw John? Or was it perhaps two different times and John going off again? It, it must it must have been close together because they pulled away together. Uh, I have a suspicion that somebody's radio repeater or something like that got a hammer from behind the, uh, from behind the metal barriers there all the way off. So that was quite a big hit there for John and that's why he's gone into the pit lane uh, although he has pulled out again he's not lost a lap but he's going to have the leaders with him shortly I think he is at Oak Tree at the moment uh, uh, no John actually is just coming up through the S's it's the 95 of Farhan Siddiqui who is at Oak Tree the leaders are just going round the horseshoe at turn one under 10 minutes to go, Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 for 2023. The top five have about a car and a half length between them. Then there's maybe five MX-5 lengths between them and the next two, which is Thomas Annunciata and jean Jodois for Hickson and McCumbie McAleer Racing. McCumbie McAleer Racing along with JTR Motorsports and Hickson. Some of the super teams here running multiple cars. Makes it very difficult for some of the other teams, maybe only running one car. Robert Noyaker racing. Credit to Robert and to that team. Second position Ooh. at the moment, in amongst all of the big names. Big sideways slide there as the leaders came up the hill. And Thomas Annunciata is trying to get back to them, but it's really hard if this leading quintet, the top five, <laughs> don't get into a slide from it. From Neuacker again, he's, I think he's overheated his rear tyres. That's two slides in about five corners there, Shea. And a great run to second. Could well be compromised here for Robert Neuacker. That was wild, watching his hands moving back and forth, sawing at the wheel, trying to regain control, going through Oak Tree. But Robert Neuacker does manage to gather it back up, and now he drops back. I think that's all the way down to fifth. He will slot back in. But it was a wild ride for Annunziata, who got loose through the S's and then went off track through the grass, did manage to pull it all back together. But that would have killed his momentum going up the back straight. Do you know what? We're going to have to start calling Robert Fast Hands Neuacker, aren't we? because that was yes. super quick 
all of his spidey powers used there. And I'm not sure that being fifth in this line is the worst place to be with still seven and a half minutes to go. He gets to check out the respective strengths and weaknesses of the setups of the car behind. He swings out the driver's left, coming down the outside, has a look at the number 96 of Jared Thomas, follows him round the outside line of Turn 1. He'll diamond off this corner in the white and black car now, and he'll get up the inside of Jared Thomas. That's a super manoeuvre from Robert Neuiger, who goes side by side with the reigning champion. Can't quite pull that off, but he'll do the same again and cut to the inside. He'll have a left-hander coming up at turn number four, but can't make it down the inside. But now it's Jared Thomas who's beginning to slide around. It's hot out there. The track is 99 Fahrenheit. That's 37 Celsius. And this has been bar one very short intervention from the safety car. A flat out blast. Of course it has. It's in a bit too. Mazda MX-5. Big move for Robert Neuiger. Maybe just caught a tiny bit of curb there. Massive catch. It wasn't so much the slide, actually. He had that under control. Brilliant work to catch what's known in the trade as a tank slapper when the car decides to go back the other way because it started to grip. And at that point, you've got to roll off the what's called the opposite lock when you're steering into the skid. And you've got to get some positive lock on because the car is about to spear off to the opposite side of the track. And Neuiger did that expertly there. Really clearly at one with his... Uh, Mazda MX-5 from Robert Neuiker Racing. And this top five are still battling it out with six minutes to go on the clock. At the top of the hill now, at the roller coaster, heading to the hog pen. And there is about two seconds between these five. I don't think it is two seconds there. Maybe one second now, just by eye as I was counting one Idemitsu, two Idemitsu. That's how we count time. <laughs> it works, I'm telling you. Um, I think Annunciata and Jean Chaudoin are a little bit closer as they come off the, uh, come across the line this time. Yeah, it's down to under two seconds, and it's a, it is indeed spot on a second between Annunciata and Robert Neuiger, who's at the back of that top five, and the black, and then the white and blue car just behind the leaders as they go through NASCAR at turn to at turn three. They are coming. They're going to be on the back of that lead group, I reckon, Shib, probably by the end of this lap, if not before. Yeah, and I think we're going to have this lap and two more in this race, just given where they were when they crossed the start-finish line. But a quick shout-out for John Jodwan, who is doing a great job this year. In the last four races, he's had three fifth-place finishes and a sixth, so he's trying to improve upon that as his career best finish in this championship. And you'll notice there's something on the side of his car that's a little bit different. It's Race Caddy is the logo. He debuted it a year ago today. It's a company he started, basically a place to hold your helmet in the race car, because he realized that that was something that he needed in the race car. So this young man with business savvy trying to get that kicked off. But right now, he's just trying to get back to the top five again. This is a place to put all of your racing bits and pieces that's easy to put down. And you don't want to put your balaclava and your gloves inside your helmet. You want little places for that and your earplugs, your radio, etc., etc. And that race caddy is a great idea. And here they come, catching... 
up. Uh, also, got to give a little bit of credit to Michael Carter. It's been a while since we've seen him in this championship. He's running a strong eighth position at the moment and leads the third group, if you will, ahead of Hernan Palermo. Jonathan Neudorf in 10th. I'm afraid that Aaron Johnson, whatever happened to that car in the first third of the race, he's not been able to find his pace. Although last time around he did a 2.093, which is uh, actually faster than the leaders at the moment, but he's dropped way down to 22nd position. And that, as far as his championship is concerned, is a real concern. Down towards the first corner. Oh! On his own now, Michael Carter, with Hernan Palermo having dropped three seconds back in the green and blue car. Still Jeremy Fletcher with the fastest lap of the race, and he's worked his way back up to 13th position despite being through the pits. That might be the drive of the race at the moment. But he's clearly yeah. got a quick Mazda MX-5 from Copeland Motorsport there, Shane. He's taking the point. There's nothing in this championship that says where you are if you take the fastest lap. You get the points whether you finish first or last. He will get the bonus points. Correct, and that's a huge feather in his cap for Jeremy Fletcher, still a rookie in this championship. Uh, back up to 13th again. A shout-out, though, for Greg Wagner, up to 20th after recovering from that drive down the pit lane. It's been a very bad day, points-wise, for Aaron Johnson, Celine Roland, Gresham Wagner. A very good day for Rob Noaker, but that's not going to move him anywhere in the championship. As Nate Cicero now has a tank slapper going through Oak Tree. But Jared Thomas is the driver who stands to benefit the most because as it stands, he's going to extend this championship point lead that he brought into today's race. 30 points was the margin as he came in here. It was reduced by the pole position 10-point bonus to Aaron Johnson at 20, but Johnson way down the field. Fourth position right now. Jared Thomas will take fourth. I reckon at the moment, Jared Thomas would take being at the back of this group, even if he had to drop another couple of three positions because his championship contenders aren't within striking distance. And that 20-point uh, lead is going to be extended. Nate Cicero looking very strong indeed in third position at the moment. And he's the best rookie by some margin. Thomas Annunziata has got back as the white flag flies. One more lap. Noika pulls out again to try the outside inside move. Gets up to the quarter panel on the left-hand side of Jared Thomas. Now he'll cut to the inside. Ah, he doesn't this time. Learned his lesson. He's going to try and stay on the left-hand side of the track. Top three just pulling away maybe by an MX-5 length, but Jared Thomas shuts that down immediately. Thomas has got to finish here. He cannot get too involved. The drivers around him, for the most part here, are not championship drivers. He can let one or two of them go by. Correct, and the drivers ahead of him are not championship drivers as far as he is concerned. Connor Zilich, 13th, Max Apalski, 7th, Cicero, 6th. So for Jared Thomas, the car ahead of him, they do him no harm. John Jodlon, who's right behind him now, 8th, Thomas Annunziata, 9th. Jared Thomas can afford to just chill, but Jared Thomas also wants a trophy. Where's Noeke gone? Noeke out, he's in behind uh, uh, John Jodlon. Couldn't see him there for a moment, two light-coloured cars. So, Noeke 
bothered by Shadwan, who's now made his way up to fifth position. The top four, three spots on the podium, four cars battling, and Connor Zilic has picked the wrong side, and he's been absolutely washing line there. He got on the wrong side of the track, and three cars have dragged by. What did I say about Jared Thomas just taking the points? He wants better than third. He was going for second position there. It's Apalski who lead them down to the final corner for the final time. And Connor Zilic, who has led more laps than anybody else, who led halfway, three quarters of the way round the final lap, is now in fourth position. But it's a long run to the line. The draft is strong. The two leaders go side by side. That's not smart. Not smart at all. Here comes the championship leader on the outside. It's another blanket finish. Oh, there's a touch there. And Jared Thomas had that victory but was bumped out of it right on the line. And the rookie, Nate Cicero, will take it. Nate Cicero will take it for McCumbie Magalia Racing. Jared Thomas had the momentum. Sorry if we're going to race on ovals. He had the momentum to get through and take that victory. But the little touch between himself, and I think it was Connor Zilic in the middle, just put the car sideways. It was a brilliant run for the championship leader, but he'll be not too disappointed. I'm sure Shea with second. Nate Cicero takes it from Thomas, from Connor Zilic. And Max Opalski is the one in the leading quartet who misses out. Robert Neuerger gets back ahead of Jean Jordan for a very creditable fifth position. Well, I thought the red car had it here. As he squeezes in towards Max Opalski, there was just a little touch there. I'm not sure that Jared needed to do that. I know what he was trying to do, trying to put a little bit of a side draft onto Nate Cicero. It's, it's barely three quarters of a Mazda and the top three are in one-tenth, no, top four are in one-tenth of a second. That is exactly what we expect. Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 Racing at its finest. Top four separated by the amount of space that you could put a small picnic blanket over. Shea Adam has been doing the arithmetic. I can tell you that Jared Thomas has increased his lead and that is important as we go into race two tomorrow. What's that done to the rest of the points, Shea? Oh, wow. Well, after that finish, we have Jared Thomas taking second place, meaning he walks away with 320 more points. He is the first of our championship contenders who has 3,000 points, 3,020. Second, Aaron Johnson, 2,760. Third, Celine Roland, 2,580. Fourth, Wagner, 2,480. Fifth, Noaker gets closer. 2450 and then Nate Cicero cements himself into the sixth place 2350 what a finish and Nate Cicero uh, absolutely uh, underlines his lead in the rookie championship with Thomas Annunziata coming through in 10th position uh, John Dacoster uh, John Dacoster at uh, ninth position I think that's his best finish of the season uh, and Jeremy Fletcher in the top 10 he also takes the bonus points for fastest lap of the race we expect nothing more than high stakes high energy high adrenaline and high heart rate and we had all of that from Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 the big news 
is that championship contender Aaron Johnson does not get to the end of the race while he's JTR Motorsports Engineering team leader and cohort comes through in second place and cements his place at the top of the championship. Jared Thomas moves clear at VIR. Race two tomorrow. Join us then. Bye-bye. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.